I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Bonjour, Sally. Bonjour Louise. Ça va? Louise oui, ça va bien, merci. Uh, merde. Um, your mate, lovely Joe Caulfield, had a lovely drinking session. Session? I haven't had drink already, I promise. Session with us. She did. We had a lovely bottle of red with the Joe Caulfield, didn't we? Oh, beautiful oh. bottle of red and loads and loads of fantastic stories about drinking at school we've not had one of those we're not we've not no. had stories at school drinking before have we loads of them as well yeah do you know one of my favorite things about the recording with joe was watching her reading glasses technique oh, because yeah. she was up and down with them up and down and she also had one contact lens in which for me the amount of wine that we drank that night i don't know how she didn't fall over no, but she, it was a real trick, wasn't it? It's something mm. she's she's mastered. That she should probably she should probably franchise. No, not franchise it. Um, Go on, Dragon's Den. Yes. yes, yes. What she should do? Oh, I can't wait for you to hear it. What's your beverage of choice, Joe? Oh, my beverage of choice. It's a red wine. It's she called started Apothic, it. Apothic Red. And yes. it's got, a, I like even like the label, it's got a sort of goth style yeah. label, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it And it has. just uh, it says winemaker's blend. <gasps> so that means it could be anything. It's very clear. It says style, rich and smooth. Where's it from? Ooh. California. And mm. I got it uh, at Christmas. I think I got it, I bought it for myself and just went, oh God, that is a winter wine. Ooh. It is a uh- perfect miserable day or evening don't start drinking too early uh day wine i did open it i have opened it because i had a glass last night because i thought i just want to check that is as as delicious as i think it is oh and it is as delicious as i think it is well you just will be one glass we'll be the judges of that yeah we will you've opened it and you see if that would have been me and sally would have gone oh well i just buy another bottle tomorrow well joe has um i have control yeah, control, oh, that's the word. I'm what's that for. like? Um, well, do you know I did- what? I said to somebody once when they, they was, they'd stopped drinking, which is always a tragedy, isn't it, when someone says that they've mm. stopped drinking. And you always go, oh, well, have a nice life. I won't be seeing you. Yeah, yes. And, uh, and then I said, oh, I, I, I said, I'm quite, I love drinking, but I'm quite controlled because I would hate to say, oh, I've got to stop drinking. So I'm uh. controlled what I have. And they went, I think that's the definition of an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah. And it kind of is. <laughs> so I think about oh, it. Well done. Well. Yeah. Well done. I've oh. decanted mine because apparently, uh, and wow. I like to drink red wine in a tumbler. So apparently it makes it better, doesn't it? So I'm going Lou, in. Look at her. I like to drink it out of a tumbler. I won't be having any of your Well, I quite like classic. a tumbler too. Oh, makes gosh. me feel Thank quite you. French. No, it's more the way she said it, Joe. It's not. Is it? um, yeah, it's, it was that. Oh. Right then. I've oh, never tried it. Do you know I've never Lovely. tried this either this one. I was so pleased when you suggested this one because I because uh, I have heard of it and the, but I've oh. never tried it. So mm. 
Oh, well, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. I'm looking at the legs. Cheers. Looking at the legs. Cheers. I'm, look, I'm looking at the it, legs. People oh, have said it's heavy and you can see that it's got that oiliness down the glass. There's yes. that oily thing, which is like oh. they talk about. And you can amp, you can actually see it on this. It's only a nine-pound yeah. bottle of wine. All I can you see can is where I've it. had lip balm on in, on my glass. If your glass isn't that clean. No. Oh, oh, God. Oh, yes. Is oh, no, no. Do we give the verdict yet? Well, I mean, you could probably guess. You but that, I suppose, though, I mean, oh, the first sip. Oh, it's like, it's quite like port. No, or, it, um, is, it is porty. Mm, it's so yeah. fruity. Mm. You, you genuinely just drink it because it's really delicious. Mm. Like like a pudding, like, oh, God. How did you only have one glass, Joe? That's going to be all gone I by the end control. of this. I had a bottle of gin instead. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go out and have to buy another bottle of it. Have you been Mm. drinking every day in the lockdown? Pretty much, I would say, yes. Mm. Uh, Occasionally, I've I've gone, oh, I won't have a a glass of wine. Like, I'll have a glass of wine. And then recently, I've started to have beer. Uh, I'll have a beer uh, Mm. because I've thought, oh, I'm drinking too much. And (laughs) beer is weaker. Is it? It's never really occurred to me. Go well. No. Don't have anything. That no, really no, no. Don't even think like that. <laughs> yeah. Don't think like that. So I've either no. had a gin and tonic side. If somebody bought me a lovely bottle of gin, <clears throat> so I've drunk Ooh. that. What sort of gin? Opia. I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So it's got spicy, isn't it? It's got a sort of spiciness. Mm. So I've yeah. drunk all that. Great. So I either have a gin and tonic or a, gla- a glass of red in the winter. So delicious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what sort of, do you just have regular tonic with your gin or do you have those, these sort of flavoured ones now, aren't there? Fever tree, have kind of elderflower, so ton- cucumber tonic and I don't know, all sorts. Well, because it was such a nice gin, I think I just want a proper full fat yeah. tonic. Yeah. I yeah, hate, hate slimline as well. So Can't do I. drink anything slimline. But I don't mind those flavoured uh, things, but often I think, mm, but you've ruined my gin a bit. But uh, I'm up for them. Uh, I don't mind anything, really. But I, I really do love just a gin and tonic. Cause there's nothing better. With a oh, bit of lemon. Yeah, and not too oh. fancy. I don't want I – hate, I hate it when they give you them in those bowls. Oh, oh yeah, with the bits, popular, seeds. Yeah, yeah, and they've got – yeah, and I'm just like, it's so much ice, you've ruined my drink. Yeah, I, I know, I know this mean. is um, about wine, but uh, back to gin. The, have you tried mm. coconut gin? It's no. a few, it's no. oh my god! If you could hump a bottle of gin, that is the gin I would hump. There's a distillery in down your way, Sally, that makes it eighteenth. I think it's called eighteenth gin. Oh, I'll, I'll send them this podcast, and then they might me. send us a free bottle. Um, mm. And you have that with watermelon tonic. Omg! Oh, Delightful. very summery in the mm. summertime. That would be mm. gorgeous. Yeah, I love coconut and I love gin, but I would never have put the two of them together. No, you wouldn't. But I'm, until o- you I'm tried up for it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely up for it. This is Ooh. lovely. This Isn't is, it really also, delicious? And it hasn't got that. I don't know what the flavour is sometimes with wine when it kind of hits the back of your throat and is a bit. <gasps> but this yeah. hasn't got that. And when someone it's who it. I recommended it said, they said, "Oh, it's quite heavy," and I thought, "I suppose mm. it is." In the you know really. To, I would say ha- start drinking this at about 10 o'clock by half past In the 10. morning. Oh, bloody lovely night's sleep. Yes. Oh, it's oh, heavy in that way. In that, like, oh, God, oh, I'm really yeah. sleepy. I had one glass last night and I went straight to sleep. Oh. So anyone oh. with insomnia or anything, don't have pills, 
bit of this. Just get shit faced. Thick red winemaker's blend. I'd love to meet the winemaker. Oh, Sally, we will do. We're going to. Is there any um, vineyards up in Scotland, or is that a stupid question? God, not that I know of. It's all gin up here. Uh, They're very big on the gin and doing very well out of it. Everywhere you look, there's some local distillery. Um, and obviously the whiskey, but I'm not a big whiskey fan. But I really think, no, you wouldn't get any vines. Would it be too cold? Joe, have you got any memorable drunk stories that you are willing to share? I was trying to think what was the first uh, oh, the yes. first drunk memory. And I have two. One was my, and I'm sure I was drunk before this, but one was my, my 17th birthday because I was allowed to have a house party. We lived in a village and that was the only way you survived was that people's parents would go away and they would let you have a house party. And it was normally people whose parents were, it was either people whose parents were really posh and they would go away a lot. They'd go, you know, they'd go, who's going skiing? So places your own, you know. And then you would get somebody out of, you had to get an older friend with a car. So that was a bit, because they'd always be a bit creepy. And, uh, and they would drive you to this house in a village and then you'd have a house party. Or it would be somebody on a council estate whose parents didn't mind everybody coming in and getting drunk. So I didn't think I'd be allowed one because we were neither of those things. We were, you know, semi-detached integral garage but not council yeah so uh but my mum surprised me and said oh, I could have a house party and I said well will you take dad out and she went yes we'll go out for the night so I remember we were allowed cider lager chinzano and martini oh what what yes. an unusual list as well yes, I think because no strong spirits seemed to or wine that was yes. the only thing we weren't allowed so everybody went for chinzano and martini because it's stronger and got really drunk. And I remember my, my parents came back about half 11 and I was mortified. And then my dad started putting on music and dancing with everyone. Oh, and no. Uh, oh, no. they thought it was hilarious and really enjoyed it. I always remember Elena Bird going, oh, your dad's so much fun. And me going, yeah, because he's not your dad, yeah. is he? You know, this is so mortifying. And then I went, I started to feel sick. And I went upstairs and was sick in the bathroom and then went and lay down. And then my friend Sarah came up and she started to be sick and then my mum came up to see to us and then my friend Michael came up to my mum I remember him going oh there's three people being sick downstairs Mrs Caulfield and she went well just get all the sick people upstairs (laughs) so in my bedroom there was about eight of us all just spewing up and my mum bringing buckets and being really nice about it and really patient with us all but everyone was just vomiting everywhere And then wow. I, and I remember thinking, oh, this is why p- parents don't let their kids have house parties. Yes. Because you just vomit everywhere. And then the police came because there was a boy and he, I think his dad was like a judge or something. And he was one of those, you know, those posh people who are out of control. He was one of them. And um, he was doing lighter fluids in the garden. <laughs> police came and he got arrested. Oh, brilliant. There was three of them doing these in the garden and there was flames and people were complaining <gasps> about flames and that. And uh, But I just remember thinking, how nice was my mum that we were all just a room full of people vomiting and she just like brought buckets around and looked after us, like sort of Florence Nightingale in a war. Did you wow. get into trouble afterwards? No, I really didn't. I think because oh. my dad behaved so badly. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it your dad doing the lighter fluid in the garden? He was, you know, he was sort of giving people fat cigarettes and everything. And, you know, 
He all, but I suppose that's quite good because my dad always behaved badly with a drink, but I never really got in trouble for behaving badly. The only time I got in trouble was when I'd gone to London and didn't say. And uh, <laughs> we didn't get back to like half past three in the morning. So this was like near Leicestershire in the countryside. So it took about three hours to drive to London. We went down to see um, the B-52s uh, with Palette. Drove back, got home about three in the morning, and my mum went, where have you been? And I went, oh, Hammersmith Palais. And uh, I was really in a lot of trouble then. And I do remember that one because – and I was, like, surprised that they were cross about it. And I thought, well, I suppose – but, but when I said to my mum, but if I'd asked, you wouldn't have let me go. And she went, well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, but I thought that was my logic for, well, so obviously I just went without telling you. That's the sensible thing to do. And, and I, wasn't, I wasn't allowed out then for, I think, a month. Yeah. And the how old were you, you um, then? 16. Uh, well, it's quite yeah. young, I suppose, isn't it? I don't know, but uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> that's, um, but the, oh no, the fact that you couldn't quite lie to the end, though. You told her, you know, you just, when she's like, why are you coming back at three o'clock in the morning? You, you had to go, oh, I've got to fess up now. Have well, night. yeah. What in Rutland, what could you be possibly doing mm, to three true. in the morning? There is absolutely nothing and nowhere far away either that would take you that long. You know. Yeah, and there's only so much sort of sitting, drinking cider in a graveyard that you can do, isn't there? You would have yeah. gone home before then, for sure. I thought that was a worse thing to do. You see, I thought you'd get in more trouble for that. I thought, at least I was in a car, you know. Yeah. I think when I realised how fantastic alcohol is, and I do believe that, um, <laughs> was uh, I, I truly do. Like, because when people, and I think I also quite found out quite early on that alcohol's the thing for me rather than drugs. Mm-hmm. because I had a whiteout quite early from smoking a joint when I was already really drunk. Oh, so that, God. I was like, all right, that is not for me. And then I lived, lived in a flat with a load of stoners and they were always waiting for this fucking bloke to come round with their stuff before they could get stoned. And I was like, well, I've had three cans of harp lager. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm having a great time already and it seems cheaper and very easy to get hold of. So I wasn't for that. But, oh, yeah, the most joyous time was... Um, uh, I was 17 and I went on a bus with some friends to Greece, the magic bus, because there wasn't any cheap flights then. Um, so this would have been about 1981. And uh, we got drunk the first night in Athens. And I remember lying on the floor, on the ground in the middle of the street. I think it's an area called the Plackers. Is that an area mm. in Athens? I've no idea. So it's all cobbledy streets and restaurants. And lying on the floor and singing. And just being so happy. And if I saw someone now, I'd go, oh, my God, how can people behave like that? It's all, but, you know, there in my little summer dress, just, you know, knickers everywhere probably. But just and lying there and thinking, oh, I want to feel like this again because I'm so happy. All and, the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> do want to lay down with your yeah, just that, yeah. Like a toddler in a way, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a drunk toddler. <laughs> How's that myself. worked out for you, Joe? How's it worked oh, out? Have you, have you continued like to feel like feeling. that? Great, great, oh. great. Have you ever passed out anywhere that you shouldn't? Oh, passing out is horrible, isn't it? Mm. Well, the whole sort of vomiting and passing out. But that that whiteout was the worst of Ooh. passing out. It was Notting Hill Carnival, oh, and God. I passed out. Bumped into a friend I was at school with who I had had a crush on. We sat next to each other in French, and he had a diamond earring. Oh, classic. And, yeah. And he was called Joe, and he had a brother called Ben, and another brother called Sam. Brilliant. And that was all their names. And I'd never met anyone who that was all their name was. They weren't Not even Joe Benjamin. Was, no. no. 
Ben, ben. Sam, Joe. Oh, how cool. And their parents were really cool. And they were always suntanned because they were always going to Andorra. Who? Oh. Reason. And they were going to Andorra and the south of France and that. And they were just really cool. And he was so beautiful. And then I bumped into him in the middle of Notting Hill Carnival. And, and fainted. I, and he was drinking vodka and orange from a bottle. Great. Oh, so I was like, mixed. well, I'll do that too, even mm. though it's only about 11 in the morning. And so I did it and I lost whoever I'd come out with, but I lived very nearby at Westbourne Grove. Um, and then uh, bumped somebody else, so started smoking joints. And then was like suddenly, you know, and you go, oh, like I'm going to be sick. Oh, I'm not going to be sick. Vroom, I'm down. I fainted. And then I remember people walking on top of me because I was right in the middle of the, like this dance floor under the West Way and there was reggae music, which isn't what you want because of that boom uh-huh. right through your body. like, <laughs> And then people pulling me aside and me that way of going, oh, no, I'm fine. Because I thought I was at home, in my bed at home. And oh, I'm no. I, I thought, oh, no, I didn't come out. This is a terrible dream. Um, but that was the most sick thing I felt. But I have passed out a few times and I passed out. Oh, yeah, when I went to visit my sister at university and I was only about 13 and she sort of gave me no food at all and just seemed to have lager all weekend and I wasn't used to it at all. And um, and this is when I was at boarding school. So uh, she, I had to get You said that me. really quietly as if I know. I'm still going to get into trouble for it. <laughs> I just remember it like I didn't go home to my mum and dad at the weekend. You're supposed to go if you're visiting weekend to your parents. I went to my sister's. She didn't give me any food. The whole weekend was like, oh, my God. And then she got off with a boy. And I was like, oh, my God, I think she's having sex. And, you know, the whole I was learning things. The whole weekend was just crazy. And I remember her telling somebody, my my sister's only 13, leave her alone. I was like, what was he going to do? I don't know. And then uh, then being in my school uniform, putting on my uniform, um, she lived in Brent Cross, and uh, coming down the stairs in her flat uh, to get the train and then falling all the way, fainted, (gasps) fell all the way down the stairs and vomited all over myself. Brilliant. All of my school uniform. And so there was a mad, like, trying to clean me up and then put me on the train. Oh, you still had to go to school? Yeah, still had to go back to school, go to Chesterfield, get picked up by a nun. Oh, God. Know, and I was stinking of vomit and everything. And was she it like- asked me if I'd been smoking. I went, God, that's the least of it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you smell of smoke. People you've with are smoking. And that's when I learned that you could smell of smoke. I'd never heard me. You could. Wow. All my clothes. But at least, I suppose it masked the vomit smell yeah it? was it was your boarding school like Mallory Towers or like one of those Enid Blyton books where they're all it Johnny was, Holly hockey sticks and all it of was that. hockey sticks it was a convent um oh God, so I suppose so they're all the same and they're very very strict and you all have to wear this sort of weird uniform that was designed in the 1930s so that's wow. what everybody looks like a gym slip and did you ever sneak booze in I was about to ask that question well so here we go we're leaning in we're yeah. leaning in what was what was we was uh, it was really such an innocent time and what I was always getting in trouble but for really stupid things like a lot of climbing on stuff that you're not meant to climb on you know and trying to get into nuns bedrooms that was that was a thing that everyone was always we were fascinated by what they were really like yeah like if you saw in the wind if their if their veil blew up and you could see their hair we were like oh I saw Sister Una's hair and we wow. thought like most of them just had short uh, haircuts but sometimes they had hair in there. Ooh. And we thought that was sort of weirdly slutty of them at the time. 
were very judgmental well, like that. Yes. Like they weren't a proper nun because maybe they were thinking of not being a nun because they still had hair. Mm. Um, but the thing that I thought, and I, it wasn't, <laughs> so I thought it was going to be more midnight feast and actually that doesn't really happen. Um, yeah. But also the thing about the Enid Blyton thing is before I went there, I remember reading a book called The Naughtiest Girl in School, Enid Blyton wrote. And being really excited because I thought, oh, naughtiest girl in school is going to be great. And I thought Enid Blyton's got this completely wrong. The naughtiest girl in school, and on the cover she's wearing a sign saying the naughtiest girl in school. And I was like, how cool is she? Yeah. But actually she was very unpopular because she was naughty. Uh, uh, They made her wear a sign and nobody liked her because she was naughty. I'm like, and even as a kid then, like I was about 10 or something, I went, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Everybody likes the naughty Yes, school, they're entertaining, they? aren't they? Always popular. Yeah, yeah. yes. So always. luckily, I didn't take any notice of that. And was yes. as naughty as I could be. But oh yeah, when I left early, right, I left uh, after fourth form. So when I was about 14, and like as I said, we never did anything wrong. A couple of older girls were caught smoking and somebody was... Somebody did snog a village boy or a town boy, Matlock. They used to, they boys used to, boys used to come into the woods that connected to the hockey field and they would, you know, there were some liaisons. Wait for a kiss. But then after the year I was out of there, uh, I heard from girls who were there, oh my God, it went crazy. A load of girls did bring in booze, not only booze, because it was a lodge house, like a small house that was, you know, like the lodge at the entrance to it. And their responsible girls were allowed to live there on their own oh. without supervision. So they went nuts. They bought in booze and boys and the nuns walked in. And, oh, no. Uh, yeah. so, and I was like, I can't even imagine thinking that you could have done that. Like, to me, that was so like, how no. could you? They literally went up five gears. Oh, yeah. immediately, like in one year. Suddenly because you we left, were, Joe. Like Because I left. Yeah, yeah, my control of people. Yes. yes. Suddenly we kind of came into the sort of 21st century of how wow. young women are supposed was, to behave rather than was, what I was doing, which was like, you know, oh, let's climb a tree and that kind of Was shit. there any boarding school babies? Oh. Because no, at my... I know of. Oh. oh. <gasps> I can't say a name. Nearly said a name then. Um, yes, oh, there was. You conceived in the lodge. Yeah, <gasps> but not in the lodge. Um, but in she the was vagina. A, she what? was a day girl and we didn't uh, expect a lot from them. Do you know no. what I mean? Ah! No, we really day didn't. girls, no. Yeah, no, and no. then there was, mm. a, there was a girl <laughs> who was talked about that had lost her virginity um, and it went round the school like wildfire. She'd lost her virginity in the summer holidays because she'd fallen out of a bunk bed. Oh, onto something. Onto something. A penis. No. (laughs) I never even got beyond that. All we knew was that the hymen was broken. I didn't even know it was that. But we just know that something had happened and Mm. she was not uh, intact. Oh, no. At my school, see, this is the difference between you and me, Jo. Um, If you hadn't lost your virginity by the age of 13, then there was something wrong with you. Um, When did you lose your virginity, Louise? Oh, quite late. Oh, so there was something wrong with you? Yeah, 14. Oh, okay. And no, no. Uh, yeah, how old was I? 16 you don't have or, to answer that. 16 or 17, I think I was. There were older girls, like friends of my sisters who were older, and my mum only found out recently that they would say they were going home to my parents, staying with my parents, and they were going to stay with boys. Then I went to a comprehensive school, and that's when I learned very quickly yes. how I was meant to be rather yes. than 
If yes, slightly in the, 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 the girls in our library would talk about being eaten out, and oh, I, well, that's quite an advanced work. Yeah, oh, yeah, they man. were all, and and I just thought. And that talking meant that they in a were, library as well. That I yeah, don't like. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I know, Joe. I know. They were talking about being eaten out, and I thought that that was like there where in the area that we went to school I thought that was what you said if you were going out for a meal with somebody so I was so like unaware that that meant what it meant I because I was very believe it yeah. or not Sally very very naive and I, I didn't thought, know about that for ages I don't know I mean I do remember the first time and I just went, oh, well, I'll go with it, but I don't know what what you're doing. What you want from me? <laughs> what have you dropped? <laughs> what have you dropped yes. down there? Should I have put some food down there for you? What do you need? Yeah. Well, I, the idea of it is disgusting, though, isn't it? We the, had a party. Words. Oh, I yeah. know. We had a party once. This girl Becky had her party. She was like had a lovely big house. Her parents, she was one of those with the big house. The parents were away. Go and have a party. So we were about 12, I think. And then we invited the boys, the boys from the boys' school to the party. And we all sat there and I was sitting with my friend Jenny in my new dress from Clockhouse, which was that little oh, place. Oh, CNA. CNA. Yeah. Had little side buttons. I was so pretty pleased with it. And then all of us, and it was like an orgy, this party. Oh, I looked down on the living room floor and everyone was just rolling around snogging. <laughs> I, honestly, and the next day at school, everyone was showing each other their love bites. But, uh, but me and my friend Jenny just sat next to each other and we weren't, no one was snogging us. And then oh. all of a sudden, Jenny was chatting to me. And then all of a sudden a boy came over and started snogging me. But I was still trying to carry on my conversation with Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> this lad's, And he put his tongue right into my mouth. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. I thought it was disgusting. But I went with it until yeah. I saw my friend Anne leave the room. And I saw that as an excuse to get out of the room. And I left. Anyway, and then, the, the, you know, our parents arrived, took us home. I walked down the street and he was sort of following. Not in a weird way, just a kind of, oh, well, I, I, I could carry on snogging her. Anyway, the next day at school, everyone was showing each other their love bites and um, people were going, God, did anybody see that gorgeous bloke? And then it turns out the gorgeous <gasps> one was the one that was snogging me. Yeah. But I, I know, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought, oh, um, I, I need to get away from this. Somebody's put his tongue in my mouth and it's horrendous. I just thought, this is awful. What on earth are you doing? Straight in, straight in it was. Not even kissing on the cheek, just ooh. Yeah, it's funny that thing where you sort of go, and I've had like, the first time it was my friend's boyfriend. And oh. he was, they'd had a row and he was upset. And oh, so I well went. Well done, Joe, soothing so, him. I was so, I soothing him, but, yeah. you know, always naive. Mm. Um, and, so, and I went to hug him and then he went, like said, he went straight in with the tongue. Yes. And, and I was like, well, I've never comforted anyone like this before. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was a great comfort to him. And, uh, and then, but I remember, you know, when you're outside of your body and I remember just going, oh, he's putting his tongue like clockwise. He's going round. Yes, yes. And it was going round. And then I thought, oh, I wonder, can you go the other way round? And I was daring and I put my, get my tongue down the other way. And he went with that. So <gasps> for a second, I thought, oh God, maybe he's going to go, what the hell are you doing? But apparently, <laughs> oh, that's how I learned. Oh, you can do it that way as well but I don't remember any remotely any excitement from it it was just no. watching oh so this is what's happening why is he doing this this is kind of odd and sort of acting like it's normal and then they he did get back together with his girlfriend oh, oh no did you tell happened? her that you got yes what happened no I didn't because I, I think uh, I knew that wasn't comforting <laughs> that oh wasn't comforting. right yeah oh that was it he <laughs> said to her I remember she was much more advanced very advanced um, and, um, you know, did it a lot. And um, 
that's what that meant at that time. Didn't, oh, God, totally does it a lot. Yeah. And, um, and she said to me, oh, uh, Mark said you were very comforting and you comforted <gasps> Mark, so that's nice. And I went, yeah, I was very comforting. Oh, oh, she never knew. Oh, I mean, I didn't Joe. do anything wrong, and he did, but he did. But, you know. Joe, did, were on. you comforting boys quite a lot at that age? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever they said, I went, oh, he seemed to be comforted by it. Hiring <laughs> <laughs> yourself Anybody out. Needs comforting. Oh, and look, Joe's brilliant. always available to comfort you. <laughs> whatever that comforting is to you. It's and it was fine. also, I'd forgotten about when you, it was like when you, when you were saying, Sally, about the, the snogging party. Because at boarding school, we didn't have, God, I suddenly thought, God, some male comics would go crazy over this conversation. Because we didn't have boys to practice on, I suddenly uh, thought, oh, we used to play boyfriend and girlfriend games. And, say uh, what? And pra- and, yeah, and practice on each other because you didn't have boys. Oh, I don't know. We didn't do that. Because you had boys, you see. No, no, I didn't. I went to a girls' school. Oh, but we, but I didn't go to boarding school. I was one of the day girls who you looked down on. Yeah, but I, I was one of those. But, but if you um, were there twenty four seven and at the yeah. weekends, you got bored. The, you can oh. start with the pillows, can't you, and practice yeah. on the pillows. I just used I to practice to... on pillows. That's when I discovered myself as a woman on a pillow by accident. <laughs> by get, <laughs> watched Gonch on um, Gonch on Grange Hill and and realised that I was enjoying myself a bit too much on a pillow wow. in my bedroom. And then there you go, bingo. There you go. My friend, I just, I just remembered my friend at that party, the one that I was carrying on the conversation with, because she was talking to me, and I was going, ah, ah, like that were my answers, because <laughs> I had the tongue in my mouth. And um, but the next day she was, she rang the next day at school. We used to take ten p to school with us for the for the um payphone. We had to take it in our purse belt, ten p in a zipped belt, in case we need had an emergency at school. And she would ring the boys' school, his dormitory, every lunchtime, and ask to speak to him. Like really, really, um, what's the word? Possessed, Stalking. obsessed with. No, not oh. with the one that I, I snogged. The boy that she snogged. I'm getting the story slightly confused. Oh. She did eventually snog the last boy of the party, <laughs> and she became obsessed with him. And she <gasps> rang him every. I mean, I laugh about it with her still to this day. Every lunchtime, she would go like clockwork, one o'clock, go and ring him, and then he stopped coming to the phone, as you would after 14 phone calls. Oh my god! Oh. I know those girls, but particularly in the. Uh, uh, when I went to the comprehensive, there were girls, and I never really understood it because it seemed really boring. Who got a boyfriend early, like mm. a proper steady boyfriend, and then that's what they did, isn't it? Like they were when they went out, they went out with their boyfriends, or they would go around to their boyfriend's house, or their boyfriend would come around to them. And I just thought, oh god, that seems really tediously boring to have that's, a boyfriend, especially at that age when you just want to laugh with your mates yeah, yeah. when you want to fall over in the streets in Greece and with your knickers yes. showing all that yes your boyfriend would definitely go pull your skirt down come on we're going home wouldn't yeah. they yeah no. absolutely not and mine I did thing then was a new romantic times and I used to make my clothes my friend Adam said it was me the other day he said oh your clothes had always fallen apart by the end of the evening <laughs> so I used to sew things I used to, I remember I got an evening dress from a charity shop and I slit it up the middle and made myself pantaloons out of it. Wow. You know, very, oh. very visage. Um, but I only didn't have a sewing machine, so it was always just done with huge stitches. <laughs> so obviously after quite a lot of dancing, you know, everything was always in tatters at the end. And then there was, he told, he told me, he said, I oh, remember the night you, and I'd got drunk. So he said, you lost everyone's money um, and you were sick everywhere. But you were sick in the sock that I put oh. everyone's money in. 
Oh. And because, and I don't know why I thought to put it, and I it said, why we gave you the money? You know, so everyone had given me their money to look after and I had it in a sock. I don't know why. Um, I think I put the sock in my handbag. I had a bag, like a check, little sort of evening bag thing. And, uh, you know, because I was being sort of neo-romantic and it was sort of weirdly you dressed kind of like you were going to a ball, but a bit weird. And, um, and then... <laughs> I remember being sick and sitting on, you know, when you're, I was at Rock City in Nottingham and being and lying there sort of sick, slumped against the wall. And this bloke came up and he was the same. And we're both like, oh, God, this is just disgusting. I feel so ill. And watching everyone I had a bit of sick near me. And then I thought, oh, I know, if I'd be sick on the, on the, in the sock bag, that's the sensible thing to do. And then I want to get rid of that. And I've completely forgotten that everyone's money was in it. So I'd got rid of it because I was obsessed with just getting rid of the sick. And then I had everyone's money. Oh, what happened? What happened to the money? Did it go? Did the money go? Yeah, thrown it, thrown it away somewhere, and everyone was all like, you know, traipsing around. But where do you think you threw it? I was like, I don't know. I was just all covered in sick and ill. And it's your own fault for putting me in charge of all your money. Why would you give me your money? Yeah, you've you've seen me. (laughs) This sake. Uh, Are you? Are you still a vomiter now, Joe? Are you still? Oh, I can be prone to mm. it if I don't control yeah. myself. I had a nasty yeah. incident in Australia last year where we'd been drinking quite heavily and then I decided I wanted to go to the 24-hour pie shop because I'd seen it, like I'd driven past it and I decided that's what I wanted to do. So it's four Sometimes o'clock when it's the- in your head as well mm. when you're drunk, mm. it's like the only yeah. thing you can focus yeah. on, isn't it? That one yeah. thing. I wasn't hungry. I didn't really want it, but I I had to go to the twenty four hour pie shop, and I was staying with um, the Cagouls and um, a couple of other people uh, in uh, in uh, Adelaide. And um, the Cagouls are a double act. I was just yes. oh yeah, sorry, the Cagouls oh, double I'm act. Sorry. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, and then I don't remember anything. And then I woke up the next morning, and the house was empty. But in the in the kitchen was a sieve um, and a tea strainer um, and uh, a skewer stick, uh, and I went and I was like, "Oh, that's a bit weird." And it all had sort of like bits in all of these things. Um, and then I went in the bathroom, and I'd clearly thrown up in the bath over my own jumper, and I'd I'd discarded oh. that, and I'd thrown up in the sink, but the pie had got caught in the plug. So I'd obviously tried to scoop it out with a sieve and that hadn't worked. So then I'd obviously tried to skewer it down the hole with the skewer. But then I'd just left everything. And then obviously the house was empty. And then a bit later on, everyone sort of, we all met up in a pub and they went, Lou, um, God, it's a bit weird last night, but uh, somebody appeared to sort of like not be very well in the the bathroom. And I went, I know, that's awful, isn't it? And they were like... It was you. Yeah, they said, um, well, it would... Your jumper was in the bath covered in sick. And I was like, God, was it? And then I tried to deny it at the age of 45. <laughs> tried to deny that I had sieved my own pie puke out of a sink. <laughs> and I'd been stood for ages. I, and you know when you get that flashback of, oh, yeah, I did. I tried to, yeah, I tried to collect it with a sieve. Yeah. And then put the sieve back in the kitchen as if nothing had happened. I'm, that's 45-year-old woman trying to push a pie You'd down. You'd still do that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, you'd still do it now, wouldn't you? Friend, my friend Shona, she does a thing where she, like the pie thing, she has to buy a lot of food when she's pissed. Mm. She'll go into like the chippy or whatever and not just buy one meal. She buys loads of food. <laughs> and, uh, and she was looking at her statement 
and it said uh, <laughs> that she spent £28 at Zara. Now, she would not shop at Zara. It's just not her thing. So she went, I've not bought anything at Zara. What the hell am I doing with Zara? So she phoned up the bank and they said, no, it's definitely Zara. And then she was, and she was going, well, I'll have to have a think about it. But I, somebody, I think somebody's taken my card. And then she walked along the road just around the corner from her <laughs> house. Oh, Zara kebab and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd been, and she, because it was like, there was on her statement, there was three things from Zara. And that's three. what it was, 28, 28 pounds. And she, she'll wake up next to it, she goes, and yeah. there'll be like fish and chips, saveloy and chips, oh. pie, you know, like loads of different dinners that she never eats. I love the fact that she's got oh. three separate. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, she's I have got this. And it's just, just, I just get really carried away with the fact that I can buy any food I want. <laughs> <laughs> time where this is open I've got money this is amazing this could be the last day of my life I'm gonna buy as much food as I want not even as if I can yeah it's on the cow gate when you come to Edinburgh you'll see it and you'll you'll think of it Zara kebab and pizza yeah brilliant when you um you did the royal variety just dropping that in joe you did the royal Ooh. variety um in blackpool oh, snowpierced vomited everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> all over the tv they screens kept it in. yeah yeah oh. <laughs> you was, met charles oh. did you have like a champagne reception afterwards or did you all pretend that you were socially distanced or were you socially distanced and did you it get pissed in blackpool distant. No, oh. I, but no, I think they couldn't possibly be no. allowed. And there was a lot of like, oh, sorry, we would have all had a drink. Yeah. Um, but it was different because that's when you go being a comic is shit because obviously there was, you know, um, steps were there. They had a party, didn't they? Oh, of course. Because they can they... all go in each other's room and, yeah. you know, because you could order drink to the room. So oh. I bet they got together. And then there was the singer, the singer with the big hair, with the, with the little voice. Is she called Celeste? Oh, yes. Yes. Did Kate John Bush. Lewis add? No. Oh. John Lewis add. No. Kate her. Bush. No, Kate <laughs> yeah, Kate Bush, Bush was there. Yeah. Um, so she had, you know, people with her. So I thought, oh, people who've got people, then yeah. they can get pissed with them. Um, so no, there was no showbiz. I did obviously order myself a very large glass of white wine upstairs. Um, and looked at, I said, I think I put, kept putting pictures of myself that Susan saw, Sally saw on Facebook because I couldn't stop looking at my TV makeup. Oh, so I, I just kept drunk looking at my face going, look at my eyelashes. Like <laughs> they, that TV makeup where you go, oh, my God, you look completely different. You look amazing. Like, yeah, it's so mad. And the more it? drunk you get, the more the better your skin feels as oh, well sometimes, God, doesn't it? Because yeah. it feels really soft and you, and you stare at yourself in this TV yeah. makeup going, oh, look, <laughs> I'm so beautiful. I know. Oh, God, I don't ever. Oh. But that must be weird. Like, yeah, if you had that every day and then you've got to go back to normal life as well, what you look like normally. They'd chisel it off. Was it like yeah. really? I'd have thought because it was on a Zoom. Th- oh, no, because it's still. I actually thought they still did it over Zoom. Cam- no, it's tellies. No. Oh, my God, Louise. I always find going back to drink a glass of wine. Um, in my hotel room, I, was, I like the idea in my head, mm. and then I go back to the room, and I have, and then I, then I sort of have that outside, that looking in on myself moment where I just go, "You're just drinking a glass of wine in bed. Mm. That's what you're doing. You're in bed drinking mm. wine. This is." And then I go off it all. I just think, "Oh no, so I'm, I'm going to stop drinking wine in bed." I'll have yeah, a I thought uh, I remember. I remember having a drink with some comics in a bar. Um, hotel bar, which I love a hotel bar. Is there nothing better? Mm. You know, your bed is just above you. Yes. Oh, fantastic. And uh, it was Johnny Camden. Lovely company. Oh, lovely. oh, we had such a good laugh. 
And then all quite drunk, like go upstairs. And Johnny ordered a pint to take up. Mm. And I thought, who takes a pint to bed? But cut to a couple of years later of being more on the road now that I live in Scotland, always take, not a pint, but I always take a glass of wine to bed. And, it, and I'm so over that thing of thinking I'm being disgusted with myself for drinking wine. Oh, are you? Oh, I well, just try China. not to get red wine over the sheets. You know? Yeah, or maybe That's just sit on the like, edge of the bed. But, no, it. I'm in bed. Oh, you're in. Face cleaned. Red, all I've got to do is get up and brush my teeth. Brush your teeth, teeth yeah. I'm in bed with the wine, watching telly or watching something else. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, maybe talk, I just need to practice more. I think practice yeah. more. Yeah. Talk, talking of uh, being in bed uh, with booze, um, we had a drunk story emailed in um, from a lady called Louise. We'll call her Louise, not mm. me. We've asked, we've asked listeners to send their drunk stories into us. Just and, and uh, Lou's gonna. Yeah, it's not me. Uh, even though she is called Louise, and this is it does sound like something I would do. Um, so this lovely lady, she was on her hen night. And she drank Perno Shinzano, vodka, Malibu, virtually everything, probably. And it was 1989. She was so bladdered, she fell down 15 steps in a nightclub, but still I managed... the fact that she knows exactly how many yeah, steps. Yeah, started, but, you know, sorry. she fell down 15 steps inside a nightclub and still managed to get in a taxi uh, where her cousin dropped her off home. And she lived on a top floor flat and she managed to crawl up the stairs. She got undressed, got into bed with her fiancé. Uh, then 10 minutes later, he heard a loud gurgle and sat upright and she spewed everywhere all down his back. Oh, down She's, his back? He turned his back on her. Yeah, then. like, oh God, why am I marrying that? <laughs> Uh, I knew, I knew he keep- had no standards because <laughs> that's how that should end. I knew he was a keeper because he put me in the bath and he hosed me down and soaked me in a bubble bath and then he changed the bedding, put a wash on and he changed her nightie changed and he propped her up. That's nice, isn't it? Propped her up that's just in case awful. she died. Yeah. Just a point of order, I've recently watched the... Um, fall about the serial killer and he did oh, that to the women yeah. didn't he he bathed yeah. them and did yeah. their wash the bedding so yeah. i don't know if that's mm. isn't that weird though because i sign. really fancied the serial killer in that oh, it's very good looking though yeah i know but oh and i fancied fred west when he was when the accused when he was, was dominic on. west he was yes not, not fred west when he was dominic west oh when he was well. dominic west yes yeah. <laughs> not fred west fred west no oh my god no if you just fancy fred just, west then oh you know no, we need or, to talk therapy don't conran we? and her weird yeah. fetishes anyway she's been married for 32 years so that was that was louise have you ever vomited all over anybody joe no, I've been, uh, when she's talking about the taxi, no, I've never vomited, well, probably, I don't know. Uh, uh, I can't remember that. I remember being, and it, I was humiliated. <laughs> I remember, you know when you're drunk and it seems logical? So I'm very <laughs> drunk in a taxi with, with my boyfriend at the time, and it was a black taxi, and uh, and I was going to be sick, so I thought I'd be sick out the window, you know, like a dog putting its mm. head out the window. <laughs> so and I, you know, you go, this will be perfectly acceptable. So I'm putting my head out the window to vomit, and, of course, the vomit then is just going splattering all over the back of his taxi and the taxi driver stopping and going mental and screaming at us both and said, get her out of here, get her out of here. And just being, and I remember, I think I cried. Um, I started crying and pointing at the sick going, but it's not inside. It's just on the outside. I, I just thought <laughs> Logic. Was, yeah, I just thought he's being absolutely outrageous here. 
but and but then now going oh that poor this course this is, is an absolute nightmare now he's got to go back to wherever they go and clean their taxis clean and everything. the taxi yeah but it, it, yeah sort of been I did I do have a thing of being sick in things because I think that's neater um, socks and whatever socks. Else. yeah I, doing, I remember doing it into a, I had a McDonald's thing and and holding it then on the tube neatly oh no it's because yeah. you hate cleaning that's what it is isn't it I don't want to clean I so just if want I could to just... be neat and also I didn't want to vomit I was on the tube so I didn't want to be um, oh, no. for other people and yeah. also they were getting on to go to work you know oh. that one where you're going home at like seven mm. in the morning and going I'm being really feeling really sick so I carried it with me uh, which I thought was quite nice. And I've also been sickened my handbag. That was a thing oh. that I did as well. And then, of course, the next day you're like, oh, oh, God, why did I think that was a good idea? But it's the neatness. Again, I've obviously got an obsession with that. If you just sit quietly and neatly into something, then, then you can carry on, you know. Yeah, and no, no, draw no attention to yes. yourself whatsoever. Sort of ladylike. Just, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> I think that's I think that's great. I love your stories. They're brilliant. Mm. Lou has a great question though. Oh which, yeah, my um, final question. Uh so Joe, so you've got a spittoon, right? And mm. and you know, with them wine tasting and you've got your spittoon. Uh but whose spittoon would you drink? This is so difficult because I'm really not that sort of person. Yeah, but we realise that. <laughs> I'd, you, would have, you would probably clean the spittoon. I wouldn't. Would, oh, I'd, oh, dear me. Um, but at least they've done it into a spittoon. I you've got to there think of that. somebody very clean, haven't mm. you? But also somebody that you like. Yeah. I don't think of it. I don't think of it as a sexual thing. Oh no! I thought n- no. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thinking of it as somebody I fancy. But I thought it have to be somebody that I thought no, I just really like you. And I thought, weirdly, I thought John Waters, the filmmaker. Oh, well, that's just, a curveball. I know, just because I thought I wouldn't want to offend him in any way. So if he said, oh, Joe, would you like something out of my spittoon? I'd go, yes, I would, John, because I've thoroughly enjoyed you and your films <laughs> in my early years, you know, sort of made me feel not so weird. And so I'd do that, yeah, out of respect for John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. It's, it's a great answer. I'll be oh. honest with you. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it at all. I don't know what I was expecting to be. I, I mean, if you ask me he's very clean as well. I'm sure he's very clean. And the oh, fact you weren't so. repulsed by that question, you, you, you've... Well, well no. done, Joe. Well done. Just, oh, oh do, can people just say, no, I'm not doing it? I never thought of that. Facial expressions. We have to be... We it have is a disgusting idea, but, yeah. you know... Yeah. You don't know what dis- could happen in life and you might have to do something hideous. But you might be yeah. thirsty. You don't know. You might not have had a drink for three days and the only thing that's available is somebody's spit bucket. You just don't know, do you? You wouldn't have shown us, would you, after her three purchases at Zara's? No. No, no. You don't but how, yeah, but I, I suppose then I suddenly thought, I was going to say, how desperate are we that, we're at, that you would actually drink the wine? But then I remembered all that what we used to do at parties is go around and drink people's drinks. The dregs. The, the dregs that were, well, had yeah. fag ash and all sorts mm, in them and yeah. you just, just drank it. You just drank it. around the fags. Yeah, you did. You just go, oh, no, that one had a fag in. But now you'd go, oh, my God. Yeah, no, you'd go I, home I or you'd to, buy it. I have to have all my drinks new now. Yeah. You know I mean? I've got very fancy. <laughs> I like a new glass as <laughs> the well. The first like... owner of this can of beer. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I'd like a clean glass, even if I take my glass back to the bar. I'd quite like them to give me a clean yes. glass as well. Yeah. Yes. Not some plastic, Sally. I will not let that go. I get angry. When it, was, no. it was a bar in Edinburgh, Joe. We weren't going into a show. They still wanted me to give me my glass of wine in plastic. And because of me not agreeing with that, we all left the bar. <laughs> that sounds like and here's another story by Sally Blue in the evening she didn't though do you know what we had the best evening after that so actually you should do it more often I have yeah. I have well, one, right. one final We've question for you you know when you were talking about you were in the Notting Hill Carnival and you bumped into yeah. that guy you went to school with yes did you still fancy him was it like years after and did he look any different it was about only about four years after oh okay yes. and he was right. still very good looking of course and everything he was a weird one this was how weird I was and I was so mad in love with him and um and I used to be really funny in French class that was my thing to get Joe I'd be really funny and then I remember we were at the village hall um and it was like a punk night and um and he made a lunge for me <gasps> hung down the throat and uh, and I just started laughing I just <laughs> thought oh, what's, what's he doing you know so I, I I just not prepared for it no and uh, and then I remember thinking you know maybe like two months later going oh god why didn't you do something oh my god I'm actually blushing <laughs> yeah we did we did but I enjoyed uh having a laugh in French class with him I do. I remember that very fondly, but I didn't know what all this. Why is he putting his tongue down my throat? That that doesn't seem. No, I wasn't not getting the fun of that. Then, no, you know. And now look at us. Know all. what he looks like now as well. I mean, he might be lovely, but it's probably nice to have him because I I I was absolutely in love with the man for a long, long time, and we did have a sort of on-off relationship. And then I met up with him ten or so years ago, and I and the rose-coloured glasses finally came off, and I went, oh, oh, you're sort of. You're a pig. And you're balding. And Mm. and not that that's a problem, but just like, oh, you're lovely. Well, you know, Lou's right. It is. It is. (laughs) It is a massive issue. I was trying to be kinder. Yeah, yeah. Don't be kind, Sally. That's not in your nature. No. It wasn't who I remembered through my rose-coloured glasses. We have to draw this to a place but we also have to decide whether the apothic red is a spit or a swallow <laughs> you can tell I've swallowed quite a lot yeah. of it. you like it <laughs> yes I've got the booze rouge uh, so have I look oh Ooh. lovely yeah. 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 a weird white Please. patch there yeah. yes yeah. I love it mm, we, we, we are trying so hard to find some spits aren't we because yeah. people bring wines on and we go well it's lovely mm. I mean, I've accidentally filled up my glass again for a show oh. because it's all lovely mm. and um mm. so, but this is from my point of view this is a swallow it's a swallow from me. Thank you, Jane. Hey. Oh, thank lovely. you. I'm so pleased because I just thank- adore it. Could just guzzle mm. it down. Couldn't oh, I? well, I am. And in this weather, nothing better. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Gorgeous. We'll bring you back in the summer oh. when we can do a rose. Oh, yeah. Do a yes. summer one. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for joining. Thanks for coming to the Spit or Swallow oh, Bar. Thank cheers. You. Cheers. 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 Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find 
find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.